are about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Kodesh Family Church in Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay continues preaching on the topic of how to attempt great things for God. He teaches us in this message how to attempt to preach and to teach. You will learn the difference between preaching and teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. You will also learn how so very important it is to feed God's sheep through this teaching, through this preaching, and through one-on-one visitations. May the grace of our God be with you as you answer God's call to feed his sheep. So listen in to this anointed word and be blessed. again lord jesus i give my heart to you again and serve you all my life if i had the chance to live my life all over i choose you so much earlier because you mean so much to me I tried so many other things They all just turned to vanity No one else makes me feel The way I feel since I found you There's no one I love like you, Jesus Can't wait to see your face and say I love you What do you just smile and tell me Well done, good and faithful there's no one in love like you jesus can't wait to see your face and say i love you will you just smile and tell me well done good and faithful servant yeah when i think of all the lectures and the speeches i have before. They are all so empty. People speak with so much strong opinions. They seem so wise and confident. But their words have no life. There's no one like you, Jesus. Your words are with life and power they lead me on they guide me on they show me what I need to do oh there's no one I love like you Jesus can't wait to see your face and say I love you will you just smile and tell me well done good and faithful servant there's no one I love like you Jesus can't wait to see your face and say I love you Will you just smile and tell me Well done, good and faithful servant, yeah Oh, well done, good and faithful servant There's no one I love like you, Jesus 
can't wait to see your face and say I love you Well you just smile and tell me Well done good and faithful servant Ooh. 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 Oh. There's no one I love like you Jesus Wait to see your face and say I love you Will you just smile and tell me Well done, good and faithful servant No one I love like you, Jesus Can't wait to see your face and say I love you Will you just smile and tell me Well done, good and faithful servant Well done, good and faithful servant, yeah. Hallelujah. Give Sister Ariel a round of applause. Hallelujah. Now do it better for Jesus. Give God a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Now we come to our most favorite part of the service. This is time for the word of God where promises are going to be fulfilled. There's a promise that Jesus said, blessed are those who thirst and hunger after righteousness, for they will be filled. I hope you came today with your thirstiness, with your hungriness, because God has anointed a great man of God as his mouthpiece. None other than our father, the pastor of this church, our reverend. Be on your feet right now, please, to welcome the great man of God that he's blessed us with. God has blessed us with reverend, Rise your feet, let's thank the Lord. Come on, come on. Those who know your name, those who know your name, put their trust in you. There is no other, there is no other faithful God. Are you alive? Surviving the truth. Those who know, those who know your name, put their trust in you. we bless your name your word says when we praise you the enemies who turn back they fall wow. and they perish wow. because of your presence amen therefore we will praise you yes lord come magnify the lord with me Hallelujah. let us praise his name together amen. for his good amen. and his mercies endure forever amen. father we welcome you Rather, we say thank you for inviting us to your home. Yes, Lord. Father, we refuse to be guests. We've come home to our Father's house. 
May your Holy Spirit minister. Amen. Lord, feel free to touch us the way you want. Yes, Lord. Feel free to minister to us the way you want. To. Yes, Lord. You are feel free to rebuke us, to correct us, Amen. to encourage us. Yes. Lord, let your power manifest. Yes, bring Lord. healing. Bring deliverance. Amen. Bring salvation. Amen. Holy Spirit, bring your anointing Amen. to bear on this service yes, and on your children. Yes, in Jesus Christ's yes. mighty name. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Amen. Give the Lord your loudest shout of praise. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated with a smile. Turn to somebody and give the person a smile. You know, uh -huh. Amen. God bless you. That was some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful service. I loved the worship. It was nice. It was anointed. I loved the praise. I loved the, the testimony wow. was substantial. Yes. The, the choir, the song ministration, Staria, that was powerful. Put your hands together for Jesus. Yeah. But then came the dancing stars with some anointing. Yeah. As it's building, I'm believing that the word of God the will be more God. powerful. Yes. for the Lord Jesus. It's be but the best of all, I love your smile. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit who is here. Today we want to continue what we've been starting. We've been talking about attempt great things for Amen. the Lord. Attempt great things for the Lord. Attempt great things for the Lord. Amen. Always remember that, you know. The Bible says in Philippians, I believe it's chapter 2, from verse number 19. Please bring it up. Everybody open your Bible. Please turn off these screens and then leave this uh -huh. now everybody when i mention the scripture open your bible you see because your bible has been crying for attention for so long because when you're home i've learned that i found that many people don't have their quiet times so your bible just collects dust and when your bible collects dust it loses the anointing wow what a mm, job yeah wow any 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 the word of God, anybody who you don't allow to speak to you now loses the relationship with you. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, many Christians pray, but few Christians read the Bible. Mm. The other way of saying it is that many Christians speak to God, but Not only few Christians allow God to speak to them. Wow. And believe me, your words may not mean anything if you don't hear anything from the Lord. That's wow. true. Because sometimes your prayer is in just one word. Hey. Bible says where the word of the king is, there is power. Hey, 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 so hey. don't be somebody that you're always speaking, but the Lord cannot speak to you. Mm. That relationship never works. Amen. It's one-sided. Nobody wants to be in a one-sided relationship yes. where you kept talking, 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 and the person is not responding right or you don't want somebody who just talks talks on you just talks at you in fact at you but does not allow you to talk ladies and gentlemen the word of god is far more important than your words yeah and the last time i told you that your prayer is only made effective by the amount of scriptures inside there because the bible tells us in john chapter 15 verse 7 if you abide in me, if you say you are a Christian, you are in Christ. 
and my words abide in you, then you will ask whatever you will, and it shall be done unto you. In other words, your prayer is only as effective as the amount of scriptures inside of it. And this wow. is unfortunately what the devil has made you shut off the Bible. Because of that, there's no scripture in us. And we just bring dry words. You get the point? Yes. The Bible says, so long as you stay in the Lord, unless you backslide, but if you're in the Lord, first, his words must abide in you. If you're a Christian, Amen. the first thing is his words. Even before the prayer, his word must abide. Find a place that it lives and is comfortable. Amen. Abide, stay, remain, consistently live. The words must live in you so that you will ask whatever you will and it will be done unto you. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. Do you know why? Because also in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1, the 12, verse 12, the second part, it says, the Lord hastens his word to perform. He watches upon his word to perform. Amen. So if there is no word, where is the performance? God says, remind him, bring me to remembrance of my scriptures, of my yeah, words. He wants to hear. Yeah, he wants to hear what Amen. he has to say. You know, they are, they are, I mean, um, when I was, you know, one of the first job that I got, the, the boss had said that, you know, if I'm able to get to a certain capacity, they'll give me a raise. They were not giving me the raise. I'd gotten far beyond the capacity. Wow. So I went and reminded, he said, oh, what is it? I want the raise. Said, what? Raise? Based on what? Said because you said so. Wow. And I quoted his words back. Immediately there was that raise. Clap for Jesus. Amen. Quote the scriptures. Well, so attempt great things for God is what our scripture. So open your Bible to Philippians chapter 2, verse 19 through 21. Okay, verse Philippians chapter 2, verse 19. It says, But I trust in the Lord Jesus. Philippians, open to Philippians chapter 2. From verse 19. Devonia, open to your Bible. Uh -huh, okay. Good. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort when I know your states. Now watch the verse 20. It says, For I have no man like-minded. People don't have this kind of mind. Who naturally care for your state? You know who? The state of the church. God's house. The things of God. So he, Paul was describing the way people think. They think of themselves. They don't think of the Lord. They don't think of the things of the Lord. They don't think of his church. They don't think of building his church or honoring him. Nothing. I have no man like-minded with this kind of mind that you have, whose mind is like the way you think. He's describing the way a Christian should be thinking. Who will naturally, that it's natural with you to care for the things of God. Amen. Who will naturally care for your state. And he explained further in verse 21. He said, because all men seek their own, their own interest, not the things which are of Jesus Christ. Very sad. He was talking to Christians in the church in Philippi. When they say amen, I need a smile. So he was talking to the Christians in the church in Philippi. He said, all men seek their own, not the things that are of Jesus Christ. Not the things that are of Jesus Christ. 
recently, you know, I was talking to the children and I gave them a strategy. If you want to find favor with your parents, don't assume that your parent is all that the superpower, you have no problems. Parents also cry. You think it's only children who cry? Parents cry. Only their pillow knows it. Yeah, probably more. Parents also have pain. Parents also need encouragement. And I told them, sometimes when you see your mother is quiet, just go. Mommy, is, is everything okay with you? So they, they, usually they want to. Oh, why? Oh, I realized that you were a bit quiet today. So I'm okay. Mommy, even if it's not okay, remember, I'm praying for you. Amen. Yeah, mommy, I'm praying for you. And is there anything I can do to make you feel happier, mommy? And I told them, do that. And sometimes find a little card. They give you pocket money, find money, buy a little, you know, and write it. Yeah. Mommy, I know God loves you, but I want you to know that I love you too. Wow. That's all. Clap for Jesus. Amen. It's a blessing. And you watch. Watch how you'll be treated at home. We need to endear ourselves to the Father as well. Amen. Yeah. You know, one man said, I was so in love with the Lord, I wrote a love letter. Oh. And I didn't know where to mail it, so I put it in the middle of the Bible. Wow. And it went into the Psalms to sing like David for the Amen. Lord. Because David was a man after God's heart. And his message is in the middle of the Bible. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. Yeah. So sometimes we need to endear ourselves. So last week we talked about loving God. Yes. Loving God. Learning to love God. People are very, Bible says, in the last days, men shall be lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. Yeah, lovers of themselves. Covetous. They like things. Lovers of themselves and other people's things. Somebody's wife, somebody's car, somebody's, that's what, that's why there's going to be a lot of thieves. Hmm. Yeah, there'll come a time that if you bring your husband, you have to keep your husband in your handbag. Hey! And lock the house. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we are learning. Uh, yeah, uh, you, you, you are, you're trying to put your husband in your handbag already. <laughs> you are checking whether there was peace. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Better buy a bigger handbag. Anyway, but then what I'm trying, therefore trying to say, we need to learn to love God. Amen. You see that? Love God. Love God. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 19, I believe, chapter 4, verse 19, it says, we love him because he first loved us. Amen. You see, so God says, all men seek their own. So last week we talked about loving God. Loving God. And we found out in the scriptures, I believe it was Matthew chapter 22, verse 36, that thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. And thou shalt, that's the first and the great commandment. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. The first and the great commandment. And because, I mean, and, and he also said that the second one is like that. Love your neighbor as yourself. You get the point? Mm. So the first and the great commandment, love the Lord. So we Christians do everything apart from this one. Christians, they love themselves. They love one another. They love their spouses. They love their children. Christian, have you seen Christians loving their children before? It's wild. Hey. It's like they are like chickens. Hey. They are like dogs who love their children. So, have you seen a puppy? If you know how to fight, don't fight a dog over his puppies. Mm. 
you will your eyes may easily come out. It's true. Your eyes may easily come out. Why, why are all these chairs? Why do you rather let them go all the way to here? Get some people there and let them come now so that you put them at the side. Ashes. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, no problem. No problem. But you know what I'm saying? What I'm trying to tell you is that the, 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 the Christians have mastered, they love their pastor. Oh, yeah. They love their choir. They love their lady pastors. They love their shepherds. They love their music. They even love their songs. They want their songs to be nicer to them than nicer to God. Wow. Yeah. Some of you, if we came and we brought um, um, Beyonce's songs, you, the church will, be, will grow faster. Wow. You'll, be su- you'll be surprised. Mercy. You will be surprised. Because we love Beyonce more than God. Or we love his songs more than his songs more than Christian songs. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you'll be surprised. You will be surprised that the songs we sing that you sit down, when we raise Beyonce's song, hey, you'll be yourself. We'll be dancing. So sometimes, sometimes we even love the world more than we love God. Yeah. But the Bible says in James chapter 4 and verse 4, I believe that's where it is, right? It says, don't you know that, that the love of the world is equivalent to enmity with God? Yeah. The more you love God, the more it shows that you don't like God. Wow. It's, it's amazing. So we have to learn how to love God. And last week we learned that loving God, number one, means obeying the commandment. Right. Number two means feeding his sheep. Number three means a what? Loving the brethren. Exercise what? The labor of love. Or exercise the labor of love, working for the Lord. Amen. Working for the Lord. And then the next one is loving the brethren. I would say that how can you say you love God whom you haven't seen? When you think your brother that's there, you, you hate him. Yeah. So one sign that you love God is you love the you love because we love the brethren. Amen. You get the point. Yeah. So God is in many ways, you know, finding out, do you love him? Do you love me? And he sees it through these things. How much you are willing to obey him, how much you are willing to feed his sheep. Yes. Many of today we're going to talk about that feeding his sheep, learning Amen. to feed. Mm. You know, when you see a babysitter who loves you wants your children to really be good. Oh. Yeah, a babysitter who really cares about you, he reflects it in the way he treats your children. Amen. Love the Lord. Love the Lord. Yeah. Another way to love the Lord is in your worship. Mm-hmm. Worship is endearment. Yeah, is endearment. You know, good worshipers are good lovers. Anybody who's not married, if you're looking for somebody to marry, you want a romantic one, look for the worshiper, the one who closes the eyes. Lord, I want to love you more than I've ever done before. You are so easy to adore. You are so easy to adore. And she kneeled down. Lord, I want to love you more that's the one lord i want to 
Lord, I want to love you more than I've ever done before. Than I've ever done before. You are so easy to adore. You are so easy to adore. Lord, I want even clap when somebody's loving the Lord. Look, look at you. Look at Spencer. Look, look, look. Your stomach like a ball. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you are not clapping for the Lord. You see how your stomach is If you start clapping, exercise will reduce your stomach. Hallelujah. Clap properly. Amen. Amen. You see, so the, the reality is that you can only give, have enough love for the Lord that you don't see when the people you can see, you have enough love to share with them. Amen. That's true. Okay. So we have to love the Lord. We yes. have to love the Lord. Yes. And um, you see, many of us, even the way we spend, is a reflection of your love. Because the Bible says in Matthew, one of the ways to love God, last week we, we learned it, that they would, test, they would test the proof of your love by what you give. Mm. In the, in the second, first Corinthians chapter 9, I believe we, we learned it in verse 8, right? Verse 6 or verse 8. You know, the test of your love. You see? So I want you all to learn, even the fact that, I mean, I'll give the Lord so love that he gave. People who don't love the Lord can never give. Most people who don't tithe don't love God. Uh -huh. It's a truth. It is a truth. Your giving is a sign of your love. Amen. Where your money is. You want to find what people love, trace where their money goes. Yeah. Give a man money, give a woman money. And then when they come, they should bring the things they bought. I don't need to know which one was a man, which one was a woman. When I see the shopping cart here, another here, I can tell you who is the girl, who is the boy. It's true. Because of the things they buy. It's right. Yeah. Because the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 21, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. I'm looking for, when Solomon loved the Lord, he built a house for it. I'm looking for people who built that $10,000 oh. buildings that the people are building. Some people in the church have built one each, one each. I'm looking for the day that you have 10,000. He said, look, look, I want to just build a house for the Lord. Amen. Yeah. yeah. He said, that's why I want to build a house here. I want to build a church here. I want to build a church here. Just that. Loving God. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, well, let's move forward. If you love the Lord, you will feed his sheep. Amen. Yeah, feed my sheep. Matthew chapter 21, and I mean, John chapter 21, verse 15. Jesus Christ asked Peter. He was interviewing for lovers. He was looking for lovers. Look at the criterion he used. So when they had dined, Jesus said, God, Jesus had come. They had caught nothing. He said, children, do you have any fish? You have any fish? They said they didn't have. The verses before. Jesus said, don't worry, I'll do some magic. Do some. 
miracle, and then fish appeared. Wow, they caught fish. Where they didn't find anything, then they caught fish, and then he just roasted the fish for them. And they finished eating in the same chapter. Then when they had finished dining, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, just like most church members, when we have eaten and we've dressed nicely, we've gotten our salary, then Jesus will ask you, do you love me? No. Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me more than these, more than the fish I've given you? Jesus, the people didn't have a job. They were going home. Nets were empty. No. Jesus did a miracle and then they had a catch. Not only that, he roasted the fish for them. I have been there in Israel. St. Peter's fish, still up here, big ones. We ate some. I ate there. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll be there. Wow. I said, I wish I was here and Jesus would have roasted for me. Teacher oh. wow. <laughs> didn't charge, but when I went, they charged me for the fish. Oh. Yeah. But it was nice. I ate where Peter ate and where Jesus interviewed. Wow. I was hoping Jesus would come and interview oh. me. Then I said, Jesus. You want to know if I love you, feed my sheep. I have sheep here. Then I'll show Jesus the pictures of the church. Amen. And I'll say, look at that. Look at Sister Sharon. Look at wow. Brother Spencer with a big stomach. I've fed him so much. His stomach is big. Look at Sister Sister Renee and then Brother Aqui. And I, I said, look, I even mixed the husbands and the wives up. Hey. Yeah. Says, do you love me? After they ate the fish, after they got the salary, do you love me more than this fish I gave you? Mm -hmm. Do you love me more than the money I gave you? Do you love me more than the salary? Some of us would love the salary more than the God who oh, gave it. Yeah. And he said, yeah, Lord, I love you. Just like most Christians who say. And he even said that not just I love you, but you should know by now that I love you. You know. Peter said, thou knowest that I love thee. It's like, Amen. why are you asking me that I love you? Don't you know? You should know by now that I love you. You know. So it's almost like it's a bad question to ask. You know that I love you. Now, what Jesus was saying that don't just say that oh. I know, but demonstrate. And then he said, feed my lambs. Feed my lambs. Yeah. Most Christians don't contribute towards the feeding of the Lord's lambs. Wow. Tender. Mm. Most Christians, when you say love, feed them. It means help with the growth of the church. Help with the growth of the church members. Help with the growth. Encourage somebody. Build up somebody. Feed my lambs. They are mine, but feed them. They are my children, but take care of them. They are, it's my church, but invest yourself, your time, your energy. You see the choir? You shall see them rehearse it. Investment has gone into what you are enjoying, Mr. Lover Boy. Christian Lover Girl. You're sitting at home rejoicing, relaxing. When Jesus asks you, Do you love me? He says, I know you know that I love you. Because when I get to the shower, I sing for you. Then Jesus' response will be, Oh, you think I should know? Feed my lambs. Amen. And he said it three times, the verse 16. He said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me? When somebody asks you, do you love me? And then you tell the person, but you should know that I love you. You know that I love you. And the person says, feed my love. And then the person goes again, Simon, second time, Simon, do you love me? It means he's telling you something. 
I'm talking to the, the Pope, the first Pope of the church. His interview will be the same interview you will have. When God wants to find out whether you love him. Wow. Feed my lambs. Amen. Simon, now Jesus went even further. He said, Simon, now I'm, you think I'm talking to this, the regular church. He went, Simon, son of Jonas. Now, in case you thought I was talking to Spencer, now I said, Rene, wife of Aqui, a husband of Aqui. <laughs> yeah, so, so in case you say I got the name wrong, I didn't get it wrong. I know who I'm talking to. Jesus is trying to say that I'm coming directly. I know who you are, where you live. I even know your mother who is dead. Jonas, by name. Son of Jonas. Lovest thou me? Because most people, when the preaching is going on, they deflect it. They think they are talking to somebody else. Most church members who don't make use of the word is because the word is like they said it to all of us, not me. Everybody was told. What it means is, they didn't say it to me, to them. It reminds me of that person. That every time the pastor has noticed a person, oh, he's always saying, pastor, give it to them. Pastor, give it to them. Every message, pastor, give it to them. And then when they close, he will come to the pastor. Pastor, the message was very powerful. I'm sure people were really blessed. Ah. Yeah. You said, tell them, preach. Amen. And then sometimes pastor will come and stand in front and preach. Even when he's preaching, he says, sir, like, like you. And say, pastor, it's true. I know that you're using me as an example. But yes, they'll get it. Tell them, tell them. And then sometimes you come and say, but you. Say, oh, pastor, don't worry. I'll tell them. I'll tell them. I will tell them. Then the pastor went into fasting and prayer. Then one day, by the grace of God, the guy always came to church early at first. Front seat. One day came and immediately after coming in, there was the shutdown, the eyes and everything. Nobody came to church apart from him. Faithful member. Faithful member. Faithful but disobedient. <laughs> then the pastor said, today be today. When I preach, this guy will not say, tell them, because nobody is here. He said, he preached, he preached, he preached. Then when he finished everything, the guy was quiet because he couldn't say, tell them, preach, tell them, preach. Then he finished packing up and they were going home. And the guy looked at pastor and said, Pastor, the message was very hot. Very, very, very good. Only that, if only they had come. <laughs> said, I wish they were here. Don't be like that. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Amen. Now, son of Jonas, do you love me? He said, yeah, Lord. Thou knowest that I love you. He still repeated. Then he said to him, Feed my sheep. It means that when they from lamb they go to sheep, continue. Don't stop. Then the next one, he said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved. This is how church members are. Eh? When you preach the same thing and they are not getting it, you preach it, they get angry. Yeah, they, they get offended. They are like Peter. We are all like Peter, like that. So you see, as the message is coming, and God is saying, get a right attitude because it's Jesus. Oh, it is Jesus. Yes, it is Jesus. It's Jesus in my soul. For I have touched the hem of his garment. 
and his blood, his blood made me whole. Yeah. When it comes to his blood making me whole, oh, it is Jesus. But when it comes to something we need to do for Jesus, oh, if only they had come. The Jonah, do you love me? He was grieved because he had said it a third time, love is down. And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know, you should know this by now. You are the one who know, you even know where fish is to catch for. You caught the fish for, you know all things. And you know that I love you, Jesus. Then Jesus said, feed my sheep. Emphasis. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to believe God to lead this church to be sheep feeders. Amen. Because when you go to a job, first interview, they ask you, say, you did well. You come to a second level to the board and they say, same questions. And you say, you did well. They bring you to the third final meeting and you meet the CEO, president of the company. And then that's those same questions. It means that you have to take that seriously. Yeah. yeah. But that's one thing that the church does not take. Everybody, that's why me, I'm a physician. I'm a physician. Did you know that? I'm sure you haven't seen my stethoscope before. My wife could be up. I'm sure you will never see it because I try to comport myself as a priest more than a pastor, more than a doctor. Because that's the job interview that I understood when I got born again. Amen. A feedback sheet. So I'm not, I'm not a Bible trained student. I didn't go to any Bible school. I'm just obeying his word. Amen. So today I'm going to try and guide you to obey his word. Amen. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, what Jesus is saying that if you love me, feed my sheep. Attempt great things. How do we feed the sheep? Through preaching and teaching. Amen. Yeah. How else? Preach, feeding. Preaching and teaching. The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15, and I will give you pastors. That word there. It's for men, shepherds, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Yeah. Preaching and teaching is what every Christian ought to be doing. The word that you have, if you don't bring notebook, you haven't understood what it means to love God. You're supposed to write the things and share. You know, one of our sisters who died not too long ago, we went to the funeral. I, I, give me my phone, please. Her last text, I will read to you. You'll be shocked. Her last text to me. Please find it for me. Um, yeah. Jackie. Jackie Brown. Jackie, yeah. You see? Brown. I'm going to read her last thing. Her last conversation with me. She joined the church for maybe one to two years. She died. We buried her. About a month ago. These are her words. Dear Pastor, I've been enjoying your amp. I don't know what amp it is. I know everything about commitment now and being wise as a serpent and humble as a dad. Your service has excited me about the Lord. I've learned more about the Lord than I've ever learned in my lifetime. Devonia, come, come, so that it doesn't become like I'm pretending, trying to help my preaching. 
Whose name is this? I won't Which letters are these? Baby. What is this? Jackie. Jackie Brown. Amen. No. And am I reading the right thing? If I make any mistake, tell them that Pastor is lying. Your service has been made me excited about the Lord. I've learned more about the Lord than I've ever learned in my lifetime. I was looking forward to coming to church and worshiping the Lord. Since I cannot see very well. This woman had a stroke, could not see, but he was crying. You wow. want to be blind before oh. you serve the Lord. No. I have broken my charger and will not be able to go to church Sunday. That's the Zoom. I prayed about it. I am with support solutions. They are over my check. I haven't got my, you know, $44 or something for some months. That's why I haven't paid my tithes. Oh, oh. He's a lover of the Lord. Amen. Lover. Watch this. They say that business is closed due to the corona. We continue reading so that to be not here. Please, please put in a special prayer for me. I don't care about money. I just need to be able to buy what I need. I have to have a lot of power to listen to church and your aunt pray. Preaching. I'm praying that some something happens before Sunday. I'm gonna call probably. No. Then I didn't say anything. Then she texted again. Pastor, thank you for your prayer. I didn't oh. say I prayed. I believe that I prayed. This is a testimony to you. I prayed to God and I called two of the most high saints. That's you and my mom. Wow. Yes. I was sad because I wasn't going to be able to worship God. But all behold, when my son had bought me some new shoes, he had bought me some chargers too wow. to help out. Hallelujah. Yeah. She wrote hallelujah. Clap for the Lord Jesus. My caretaker brought them. My phone is fully charged. Glory to God. Yeah. I'm in church. Then I, I just responded what? Amen, sister. God is good. good. Now, next. Can you call me, pastor, and tell me about Genesis chapter 31? Please, I want to go over what I learned from 29 to 30. I said, hello, Jackie. How are you? You are doing a great job. Keep it up. I am out of town and will be back soon, God willing. And then give me a nice smile emoji. I am what home. I'm, I'm home. Thanks, thanks for your you say your word. Then he, she said, the next text, I wasn't able to keep up with you. It was a good message. I took notes. I need the list of scriptures that you were teaching wow. on being born again. Thanks. God bless oh. me for I will teach my mom every Sunday whatever I learned from you. Amen. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Feeding. Wow. Feeding. That's a lover. Oh, Christian, you got up from you, you've forgotten what you didn't even write notes. You didn't even bring a Bible. Oh. Watch this. These are the kind of people that the God says, look, they're too good for me. Let me just give them the mansions now. Yeah. Thank God. The last time I know, I, I know now, now I know that I've learned. I do it so that I know that I've learned it. Wow. I'm very excited about changing my life. Yes. 
This is all new to me. The Lord is very, very what? He. And seriously, I take him. Okay. Now I must apply it. I must apply the word. No more being foolish. Clap hey. for the Lord Jesus. Hey. Says, thanks, all glory to God. Everything happened to me for a reason. I needed the stroke for a reason, etc. And I met my shepherd. My life wow. changed. And it is on. On. It is on was God doing. In other words, now all was what was God was doing, you know. She's trying. I threw, I'm, I'm, I'm through rambling. I'm through. I'm through rambling. And I never knew. I did never know I could be this happy. Wow. Clap for the Lord Jesus. What an amazing. That's amazing. the last text before she died. Wow. I never knew I could be this happy. Then I sent a text. She never replies. Not knowing she was in the hospital and she was dying. I sent a few texts, no response. No, no, she was gone. Never knew I could be this happy. Wow. Amazing. She could not speak like you could speak clearly. She had a stroke. She couldn't see well. She couldn't speak well. But she touched people. She spoke to people about Christ, including her family, her mother, her son, people wow. around. You can walk. She couldn't walk. Anybody near, she would speak to. That's love for God. Amen. That's love for God. Wow. So love for God is manifested number one. Through one-on-one -on -one salvation. Yes. Speaking one-on-one -on -one to people about Christ. Number two, through preaching to a group. Preaching is for the unbelieving to come to Christ. Then number three, through teaching. Teaching is for Christians to be established and to continue and encourage and stay on and not backslide. Yeah. You don't teach unbelievers. What are you teaching them? You preach to them. You preach Christ. One-on-one -on -one or in a crusade, it becomes multiple. But you teach who are Christians already. You think you try not to come to church and not have teachings. You backslide. It's true. Yeah. Three. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't even get to that. Wow. I'm going to give you the origin, the reason why we need to be teaching and preaching. And this week, I want us all to start. There's going to be an outro. We're going to go to the students in the University of Memphis on Thursday wow. at 5 30. Wow. And in case you are, oh, yeah, it's a good place to clap, to show love. Amen. And on Saturday at 11, God will. I can see, uh, uh, Alex, why are you going? Why are you following my wife? Come, leave my wife alone. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, listen carefully. I can see, why are you also trying to follow? Uh, it's okay, stay here. Now, watch this. Ladies and gentlemen, God loves, so loved the world. The Bible says in John 3 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son Amen. that whosoever believes in him yes, should yes. not perish wow. but have everlasting life. Everlasting. Do you know what is in verse 17? For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him 
might be saved. In other words, he did not send Jesus. Having sent Jesus, why should the world be condemned? He has sent his child, and then the world is now condemned. People are going to hell. That's a useless venture. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. No. He spat rather that the world might be saved. Yes. But he's come and the world is condemned it's because of the in lack of love and lack of activity of the Christians like you and me. Yeah, I shouldn't say it. I'll say it. Jesus said, I've done it. I love the world so much. I give. I didn't say you die. I said, now live. Live. And while you are living, make it count that I came to die for them by showing love. Feed the sheep. Yes. That I left behind. God loves the world. Do you love the world? Yes. When we say you love the world, you because you love the designers. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, that's a Christian today. And look at every church. We're preaching a prosperity. We're preaching everything else apart from the only thing that Jesus interviewed about, about feeding the flock. Believe me, I don't need to preach any other message. If you just have this message and you do it, all other things will be added to you. Amen. Oh, yeah. Amen. Good job. It's true. It's not a problem. God lacks no jobs. House, it's not a problem. Car, cheap. Heaven, where we are going, gold is what we walk on. That's yes. the rocks. That, yeah. Only Christians are so self-centered. We are so tired, so overburdened with ourselves. And it's because we are not burdened enough about the Lord. Christians are not supposed to struggle the way we struggle. If we, in the, just like no real employee is supposed to really struggle if you're being paid well, if you're working, if you're working, your salary will come. Believe me, church does not mean anything if we don't have God lovers. Means nothing. It's, not, it's actually a shame. It's a Jesus actually is very sad to the point of telling Jesus, you see, you see, you see, do you love me? Let me read. Just read for you. New King James, Genesis chapter 2. I'm going to read your story, God's plan for you and the world. Genesis chapter 2 and 3, and we'll go home. God had finished creating. Then chapter 2 from verse 1. Creating everything. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished. Watch this carefully. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. I'm just reading. Watch this. You see the story, the beautiful life that God has for you and everybody who comes to Christ if we love him. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. Keep going. This is the history of the heavens and the earth which when they were created. In the day the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Before any plant of the field was in the earth and before any herb of the field was even grown. For the Lord God had caused it to rain on the earth and there was no man to till the ground. Watch this. No man. But a mist went up from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. God is preparing for 
mankind to come and live. And look at how God is preparing for you. He's doing the work for you to come and eat. Now we are doing the work and then we can't even have to eat. And the Lord God formed man, watch this, from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Man became a living soul. The Lord God planted a garden eastward, eastward in Eden, planted, did a garden for what? And there he put the man whom he had formed. This original destiny of man, the garden, and you'll see, I'll read to you the last chapter of the Bible, Revelation chapter 2, you see that the garden is still there. God is trying to get people back, and I'll tell you how we left the garden. How we came back. And out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. See, God is preparing, eh? Mm. God is preparing. This is, our, this is your original life wow. for people who care to love the Lord. You watch it. Many of you will live this life. Clap for Jesus. Amen. I receive it. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was there. God put everything there, trusted man with it. Now, a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it parted and became four river heads. God even put sustainable irrigation because he didn't intend for any, he set it up such that. The garden is watered and fresh things come all the time. That's man. Heaven, where we're going, you watch it. May God give you a glimpse of heaven. Amen. A taste of heaven right Amen. here. If you will serve Amen. him and feed his flock. Hallelujah. Feed his love. Watch this. This is the name. The name of the first river, four rivers in one garden, is Pishon. It is the one which scares the whole land of Avila, where there is gold. There is gold. Hey. There is gold, not just water, but gold. Oh, money. Okay, we'll see. And the gold of that land was also good gold, good gold. It wasn't imitation. It wasn't copper that they said term gold. Delium and onyx stones were there as well. The name of the second river is Gihon. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Kush. The name of the third river was Hedekel. Is the one that goes towards the east of Assyria. The fourth river was Ephrates. The Lord, then the Lord God took the man, put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and to keep it. That way, keep it to protect it, yes. preserve it, to watch over it. God never intended for the devil to come into the garden. He was expecting mankind to protect it. Look, at the time the man was created, the devil was around, eh? The devil. Earth was made for the devil and his cohorts. Hmm. The kind of earth that we live in now. That's why in Second Corinthians it says that the, the, the devil is the god of this world. Hmm. He's got the whole world in his hand. It's a lie. It's a lie. He's only got the whole world in his hand in as much as Christians will retrieve people from the world and present them to God. Those are the only people that God has Amen. power over. His kingdom come. He has no power over anybody else apart from Christians mm. who are in the kingdom. And the only way people will come under his kingdom, his control, and he will present them back to the garden, that is heaven, is when Christians bring them back. Amen. Yeah, we were kicked out of the garden. You will see. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat, not just eat freely. Really, this is the kind of life God had for us. Eh? 
This struggle is not part of it. In heaven where we're going, there's not going to be any struggle. And people who serve the Lord, at a point, you will know that the Lord is taking care of you. Amen. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. That death is separation. And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Not only did he care about what you, he also even care about your company, your yes. relationships, marriage, wow. children. I mean, all that. God is not only a giver of things. He is also a developer of relationships. Amen. Yeah, real Christians. God will give you favor with your boss. Amen. Favor with your children. Amen. Favor with your parents. Amen. Favor with your friends. Amen. Marriage, marriage was made by God. You are struggling. Fear not. Serve him and see. Amen. Wow. Fear not. Just obey his commandments. People who use the word in their marriage, stop being that foolish for you see every bottom you are following. Because you don't be obey God. So your marriage will not be nice. Amen. This is what Eve did. So long as they obeyed, they stayed in the garden until Satan caused them to disobey. Watch this. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field. God gives you a ground. Every, when God puts you on the land, he provides everything right from the ground. He can provide. I'm telling you, wow. the job that he gives you, that's how he's going to feed you. If you will only obey him. Out of the ground. The Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to who? To Adam. To Adam. To Adam to see what he would call them. Yeah. I even give you authority. You name them. You confess the name on it. It shall be. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. That's how powerful man was made to be. Wow. So Adam gave names to all the cattle. To the birds of the air, to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. And God said, you got an issue? I've given you enough, but you got an issue? I'm going to solve it. Mm. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Mm. Wow. Look, when God makes you, he's already fixed somebody for you. If wow. you only... You will trust God enough to put you to sleep in obedience. You trust God. You will really trust him. When you are asleep, it means it's full faith. Man had to go to bed to get the right person. Man had to go. That you are thinking, he must have bought this, this, all that. Just find somebody who will be comparable to you. If you are a Christian, a Christian, believe God. That the believer and trust God that oh. if I blindly follow your word, oh. you'll do it. I'm Amen. asleep, but I'm doing your word. Amen. Yeah. That one thing, somebody comparable to you, then you can ask for all the hip sizes and the waist sizes. And so long as that one thing is there, somebody who will love you, love God the way you love God. That's all. That's all God said. Sleep about that. And when you do and you wake up, watch it. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman and he brought air to the man. Watch this. And Adam said, Who? This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called, Who? 
Amen. Clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo. Bible says a woman who fears the Lord, a price is greater than rubies. Yes. Ooh, man. Because she was taken out of man. She was your kind. Don't be unequally yoked. Your kind is who you have to have. The God kind that he has made you. Go well, mind, unbeliever, you see the trouble you have. Or a believer who pretends who doesn't love God. You see, trouble. Therefore, a man shall, most women who have issues is the problem, biggest issue is a man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and join to his wife and they shall become one flesh. Keep going. And they were both naked, the man and the wife, and they were not ashamed. When you have God between the two of you, you don't need to check cell phones and things because you are the same kind. They both love God and are willing to obey who check cell phones? Well, my wife's cell phone, I don't, I don't even, she said, the face is not the same face. She has to face it for me to look in. There's no need. Now, watch this. What brought, why is it that this beautiful life was gone? Watch this. Chapter 3, verse 1. What happened? Somebody say, what happened? What, what happened? happened? Now, the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Watch this. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? What? Do you see that? Do you see that? The only person, Satan was around. The serpent was around. Had been set there. Look, this world and how it is. It was originally a serpentine outside. He entered the garden where mankind was. We were separated. We're not supposed to be working together with demons. How should we cast out demons? They don't need to be. Kevin, we don't cast out demons. The garden, there was no demon to be cast out. Yeah, the demon gained access to the garden to steal the mankind God had made to be like him. See that? Let's make man in our image. Originally, we're in God's image. And Satan knew that. But watch this. And the woman said, it's a serpent. We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Keep going next. But the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Keep going. Then the serpent said to woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God. They were already like God, knowing good and evil. Amen. They were already like God. God did not want to impute the responsibility of their own sin by the knowledge, the knowledge of good and evil. Once somebody, you see, when children don't know the good from, we don't punish them from poo-pooing. We actually clean them off. Yeah, they even wee-wee into our faces. My son's thing came, I just, I, I, when he grows up, I have to tell the wife, what your, has, your husband did. <laughs> yeah, but we cleaned it up and start continued bathing. But when they grow and they have knowledge of good and evil, you poo-poo here, I'll spank you. God did not want mankind to be responsible. Animals don't know anything about good and bad. They are not taken to prison because they come and chew your dollars. But somebody comes and steals your dollars, good and evil. Yeah. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, fleshly thing, she took of the fruit and ate. She also gave 
to her husband with her. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, of course, and they knew that they were naked. Look, our original nature. If I was here, my, let me take off my pants. No, no, no. Don't do it, don't do it. No. It shouldn't be a problem. You see, you see, it shows that we are all corrupted. We're not good and evil. Amen. Yeah. Let, let me close it. Before you take it to the newspapers. Hey, why are you taking a picture? Amen. So when the woman saw that the two was good ahead, next verse, she ate and gave to her husband. The husband didn't say anything. Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked. They sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Coverings. Now they know. Now they know. Now you see how you see the curves you are following. Now you don't see the spirit anymore. Wow. You don't see this. You see the physical. That's all we see. You are naked. They, they were. They lost the recognition of the spiritual nature, the image that looked like God. Now they saw just the physical. Now, everything is about the outside. That's why we feed our physical, but we don't feed our spirit. It's because of the corruption. Because of what we ate. Now, it's all been about physical. Those days, it was just about relationship with God. God would come in the cool of the day. They would have a quiet time with God. When somebody gets restored, you will see they become closer to the original nature. They do their quiet time. They are more interested in their spiritual nature rather than their physical. When there's fasting, you are wondering, I'm going to lose so much weight. I'm going to look like I have HIV. I have like, I'm, that, that, that's what you bother about. My stomach is like this. But what about my spirit is like what? But that's what happened. When the serpent entered and corrupted everything, intruded into the garden, they did not know that anybody like that will not belong to the garden anymore. And the devil knew and wanted people for himself. Have you read that book? Before our world began, you should read that. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. That's why we wake up in the cool of the day to do our fasting. Our fasting will do one week more. Clap for Jesus. Yeah. We will take it one week more. So let's continue. And God walking in the garden, the cool of the and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Since what did you start hiding? People who don't have God, they hide themselves. Today I was talking to somebody about it. I said, No, I don't want to be any part of it. They hide themselves from God. When you're backsliding, you start hiding from God. You start hiding from quiet time. You start not coming to church anymore. You are hiding. You are going right back to the satanic nature. They hid from the Lord. They never hid from the Lord. They were close. They loved God. They loved the church. They loved seven. Then the Lord God called Adam and said, where are you? That's the first time he'd ever asked the question. He knew exactly that they were hiding. So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you you were naked? Have you, God knew exactly what had happened. Have you eaten the tree of which I command you that you should not eat? And the man said, that woman whom you gave to me, she gave me of the tree and I ate. Foolish boy. Wow. You didn't even argue, you didn't even ask questions. 
it. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you, yeah, that's the biggest statement in the Bible. What is this that you, you spoiled everything. You spoiled everything. Then the woman said, the serpent deceived me, and it's true, and I ate. The serpent, the devil, that old serpent that deceived the whole world. According to Revelation chapter 12, verse 9, he deceived the whole world. There was only two people. He deceived the wife who deceived the husband as well. The whole world, too, was deceived. Wow. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go, and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. Keep going. And I'll put enmity between you and the woman. No. Nobody likes the devil. Not even wicked people like the devil. No. There's enmity. We all hate him, but we don't know what to do about it. Because we've contracted with him to stay around us. So he said that they'll put in between you, the woman, and between your seed. And so everybody that came from a woman hates that word devil. It's, it's the devil, of course. But men, most people don't want to do anything about it. And between your seed and her seed, he shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his seed. That's why when we are praying, say, bind the devil. Everybody goes active. I curse you. I curse you, devil. I bind you. To the woman, he said, I'll greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain, you will bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband. I told you, most problems of women is a man. Your desire, and he shall rule over you. I mean, I'm, I'm even surprised that you're coming to a wedding. Somebody is about to rule over you and you are celebrating it. But because it's a curse. And the woman will celebrate it and put money in it. And then the man will say, yeah. Even foolish men who don't have jobs will now control you. You are more educated than you are wiser. Many men are, you know, excuse me to say. Many men. Not, not all. Wow. Not, not, not you. But you all know men who are, you see, even the way, the fact that you hear about single mother, but you don't hear single man. That's the oh. mentality of men. Most, many men are irresponsible. Many men are irresponsible. That's why we have a lot of, and we, you women too, you shouldn't give yourself to them. Somebody, if they really love God, they won't be sleeping with you without marrying you. Oh. Amen. I, I was a woman, I will never, I'll keep my virginity until I'm Amen. It's true. Yeah. Anybody who wants to sleep with you before marriage, they are not your kind. You connect with them. It will be like the serpent. They will take you out of the garden. Oh. To Adam, he said, because you have needed to the voice of your wife and have eaten the fruit of the tree which I commanded you, say, you shall not eat of it. Curse is the ground for your sake. In toil, you will now eat of it all the days of your life. I was not supposed to preach. You see, I'm sweating. Even preaching, I'm sweating. Wow. It's not supposed to be like that. God had said everything. I just named the thing and I eat it. Oh. That's the garden. And heaven, that's how it's going to be. Amen. Amen. Both tongues and tissues shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herb of the field in the sweat. Go to your last verse, verse 24. Let me just finish it. The last verse. So he drove out the man, and of course the woman, and he placed cherubims, angels, to the east of the Garden of Eden, and a flaming sword, which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. That's how mankind lost the garden and went where the devil was in this world of trouble, of sorrow, of torment, of murder. Wow. That's how the world became. Because it was a place of wickedness already, deception by the devil. So 
we entered corrupted, we entered now losing the image, nature of God, we took on the nature of the world. That's why this world we call unbelievers wow. and corrupted. Mercy. And that's why Jesus came to restore us back to the garden. Jesus came to change the spirit. He that is born, if any man is born again, he's a new creature. Wow. All things are passed away. Amen. Behold, all things oh, are become new. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. That's where you come in yes. and I come in. Thank Jesus, you, who loved God and loved the world so much, now he's imparting his love. Do you love me? Then join me Amen. to bring people back Amen. to the garden. Hallelujah. To bring people back to the That's wow. what Christian story is all about. Yes. And if you go to the very last chapter of the Bible, Revelation chapter 22, it's stated there. That same tree of life is still there. When they ate the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, God did not want them to live forever. If they had gone to the tree of life, it would be oh, evil forever. Ever. Amen. Thank God that we will die at one point and leave this world. And if you're born again and you have the spirit of God, by that you will go back to the garden. See, this, and he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of the God and of the Lamb. Now watch this. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was that tree of life again. See, that's, he left it exactly there with angels. No human being will be able to come cross from the world to this place until you have a visa. That visa is a new birth. Wow. Until your spirit is changed. Amen. That visa is Jesus Christ. Amen. Only Jesus, by the blood of Amen. Jesus, that you can come there. Wow. And then you will come there. And the tree of life will be there, which bore 12 wow. fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves wow. of the tree were for the healing of all the nations. Wow. No discrimination. All Amazing. nations. And there shall be no more curse. Amen. That curse that was put on Adam and Eve, that we are suffering here, it will finished. not belong there. It will yes. be finished. Tell somebody it's finished. It's finished. But the throne of God oh. and of the Lamb, Jesus, again, the ones who say, let's make man in our image, it will be there, shall be in it. And now, wow. his servants shall serve him there. That's why I'm encouraging you to be servants here. Prince, don't stop playing the keyboard. Don't yeah. stop being in the choir. Don't stop feeding his lamb. His servants, we will go with his new spirit Amen. and be restored back to the garden where the tree yes. of life. And finally, we'll eat the tree of life and live forever. That's what we call eternal life. Hey. Clap for the Lord Jesus. We'll be there. Tell somebody, I'll be there. I'll be there. They shall see his face finally, oh, and amen. his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall no more, there shall be no night there. Yes. They need no lamp for the light of the or the light of the sun. For the Lord God gives them light, amen. and they shall reign forever and ever. Amen. Put your hands together, rise to your feet. Ooh. Clap for the Lord Jesus. What a great hope. The Bible makes a lot of sense. Yes. We learn. The Bible makes a lot of sense. Only we are not committed enough to even read it. Ladies and gentlemen, the question is, Jesus has laid the salvation plan. And he said, he didn't come into this world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Yes. The question is, will you join Jesus in this crusade? Eunice, will you join Jesus? Or you will just be all about your own project? Most men are 
are very selfish. Jesus is again thrown out of the doorway. We're interested in our job, our children, everything, but not his church, not the salvation. Ladies and gentlemen, if every Christian will even sincerely have 12 people that through your activities they want from the world, the world will be a much more beautiful place. And even if you don't, in your home, oh mother, irresponsible Christian mothers, not you, you won't even check whether your child reads the Bible. You won't even teach. Children are becoming unbelievers from a Christian home, killing their mothers and fathers because the parents are still going about just looking for money not trusting God enough who gives us all things to enjoy will you join the crusade of restoration that's why Bible says if any man be in Christ he's a new creature all things are passed away behold all things have become new 2 Corinthians 5 17 and the next verse he said now God has given Jesus the ministry of reconciliation and has given to all of us is working for us to bring people back to God. Christian brother, let's make this church a working church, Amen. a loving church, Amen. a church of teachers, yes. preachers, yes. a church yes. that brings salvation to other people. The global church should be behaving this way, but it can start with you, Ms. Odiamo. It starts with you. It starts with you. Jarvis, James, it starts with you. Amen. It starts with you and I. I have decided to use my life. I pray that I never stop. Yes. A little doctor, foreign doctor, came to Memphis. And look at all of you here today. By the grace of God. A little Christian student, a little Christian mother, a little Christian father, a little Christian boy like you can make an appearance yes. in your neighborhood. It will lead to a home cell group. It will lead to a bus center, a fellowship. And all of us, God will next week will talk about using your little fellowship, maybe a Zoom, maybe a whatever it is, to affect people one-on-one. -on -one. We'll show how to do it. I know that the time is past. I know I've taken a little bit of your time. But this is also important. Yes. I needed to let you know. Amen. Thank you. God is calling. Hallelujah. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, yes. If you can use anything, Lord, you lift up your hands. Me. Take my hands and my feet, Lord. Take my hands, Lord. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Say it one more time. If you can use, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Come on and use me. Use me, Lord. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands and wrap my feet. Take my hands off.
Story of the Bible this. You use a man called Moses with a rod in his hand. You told Moses, take the rod in your hand. You have nothing, only a rod. I'll still use it. Stretch it forth and walk in dry land. And if you could use, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. You use the rod to lead all Israel to the promised land. What is it that you have in your hand? You are not deficient, my brother. You are Christian for God's sake. I remember the story. I remember it well. You use a shepherd boy like David with a sling in his hand. He took the rock with a sling in his hand. He slung the rock and the giant fell. Therefore, if you can use anything, Lord, use me. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, touch your heart now and pray. You pray yourself. The Lord, use me. Use me in my neighborhood. Put your hand on your heart. Use me in my home. In fact, use me in my home in my neighborhood. Use me in my family. Use me at my workplace. Use me at my job. Use me in my school. In my school. Use me in the church. Use me in my apartment complex. Use me. Use me. Use me, Lord. This is such a beautiful story. It's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful story. Now, with all eyes closed, all heads bowed, you're on Zoom or you're in person. You never understood the story of salvation the way you understand it today. Because of that, you have made the decision. As I'm preaching, you made a decision. Now it makes sense. Nobody ever explained it that way. And because of that, you are making a decision for Jesus Christ today. Because of that, you've made a decision that, yes, once I was kicked out of the garden, but I want to be ready for the restored garden for the tree of life eternal life you are here and you want to make that decision now with understanding this is your opportunity this is your time you want to give your life to jesus or you want to rededicate your life to jesus wherever you are standing with all eyes closed all heads bowed let's shoot up your right hand and i'll pray wherever you are I'll pray with you god bless you you want to give your life to Christ or you want to rededicate your life to Jesus based on this understanding. Lift up your right hand. Some of you, you are here. It's only money you think. That's the only language you understand. Meanwhile, God has put it in your heart to serve him. Money has stolen your heart. Shame on you. And you are following dollar greedy people. You've forgotten that your first dollar was given by God. And now dollar has made you crazy. Crazy. Father, have mercy. You want to give your life to Jesus? Lift up your right hand. Wherever you are. Lift up your right hand. You want to rededicate your life. God bless you. God bless you. Now, God bless you. There are three more people. You want to really love God again. Afresh. God bless you. One, two, three. I see your hands. God bless you. There are more. There are more people. Some of you tears are in your eyes because you really love God but you want to put it in action. If your hand is up, just walk up to the front. If you come, clap for them. Walk up to the front. Walk up to the front. Walk up. Many are coming. Clap for them. Walk up to the front. 
Clap for them as they come. Clap for them as they come. Walk up to the front. Clap for the Lord Jesus as they walk up to the front. Clap, clap. More people are coming. Come, come. Come to Jesus. Come to the one who loves you. He didn't come into the world to condemn you. But that the world through him might be saved. Come. Come, my darling. Come, my sister. Come, my brother. Come. Walk up to Jesus. Walk up to Jesus. It's never too late. There are two of you inside there. On Zoom, your heart is beating. You want to walk up. It's your time. Come up. Come up to Jesus. Father, behold the people on Zoom and those who are here. Please, Lord, I plead with you. May they never be kicked out again from the garden. Yes, yes. As they make the decision. Yes, when you said, Adam, where are you? You said, mankind, where are you? Come back, come back. These have responded to your call. As they have responded to your call, send angels from heaven who will sort of fire to preserve them, to preserve their identity. And all the Christians that are here, Lord, preserve them so that we will meet together at the tree of life so we can enjoy the eternal life and we will be with the father and with the lamb enjoying dinner under the tree of life yes bless your people yes lord anoint your people anoint them establish them in christ establish them. now if you are lift up your hands yes and on zoom yes. say this after me say almighty father almighty father I truly understand. I truly understand what you did for me. What you did for me. I understand my foolishness. I understand my foolishness and my sin. And my sin. I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. I come as I am. I come as I am. I am now truly ready. I am now truly ready for that trip. For that trip to the tree of life. I surrender my life. I surrender my life. I take my life back. I take my life back from the serpent. From the serpent. From Satan. From Satan. And I present it. And I present it completely to you. Completely to you. I am now your living sacrifice. Your living sacrifice. Holy. Holy. I surrender. I surrender to your will. To your will. I believe. I believe. Jesus is the Christ. Jesus is the Christ. The son of the living God. The son of the living God. He died for me. He died for me. And God raised and him. God raised him from the dead. From the dead. Just because of me. Just because of me. I accept the call. I accept the call. I accept the call. I accept the call. I accept Jesus the Christ. I accept Jesus the Christ as my personal savior. As my personal savior. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. And fill me. And fill me with your sweet Holy with your Spirit. Sweet with your Holy sweet Holy Spirit. Spirit. I refuse to go back into the world. I refuse to go back into the world. Forward ever. Forever. With Christ. With Christ. Christ. So help me God. So help, so help me God. This I pray. This I pray. In Jesus Christ my name. Jesus Christ my name. Amen. Wow. Weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom at meeting ID. 934-809-4313 or in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, 
Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed. Thank you.